Hi there. Welcome to listeners from across the globe. My name is Allison Nune, and this is Best Damn Reality, a new podcast intending to help bridge the spiritual and material worlds. Each week, I invite you to join me and to suspend all preconceived notions, to open your minds and your hearts to seeing everything from a much faster perspective. Should you be enticed enough, please also consider visiting me on my YouTube channel and on my business Facebook page, both under the name Allison Nune. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey. Episode 15, title to be determined after the transmission comes through and I listen to said transmission. It is presently Wednesday, November 11th, 2020 in Sarasota, Florida at 1.18 in the afternoon. I impulsively decided to capture a recording right now. Uh, because of practicality, more than anything else, I think. Our power is out, which um, in storm season happens a great deal. And uh, this is the latest um, storm, and it hasn't been too bad, but it's the latest storm I've partaken in, in terms of latest of the season, um, since being you know more conscious of it, um, being in this home and owning a home and Thus, the anxiety, that earthbound, stupid 3D anxiety that comes up when I worry about if something happens. It's a great spiritual exercise going through something like this. Uh, But anyway, on November 11th, I mean, we only have just over two weeks left of, three weeks, I guess, exactly, left of um, the season. And usually, if you make it through October, you're in pretty good shape. So... Here I am, power out, another day, all day the rest of today, and tomorrow's predicted to be pretty bad weather. Um, Also, sort of characteristic of my little neck of this neighborhood, horrible flooding takes place. I'm on a corner, and at the intersection of the two streets um, where I live, there's a storm drain there, and it always backs up even when we get just rain for not even at that extended period of time. So it's just like it's show in and of itself, um, watching the activity. The power guys showed up um, about uh, 20 minutes ago, and that was part of the inspiration to capture some energy right now because looking at these guys, and of course they're like, guys, guys, it just instantly threw me back to imagining all the races that I've had to work with the guys with whom I work in the Ironman world. And uh, there were multiple events over my six years that were worked in the rain and wet. And so seeing these guys in their fluorescent jackets and reflective jackets, it just immediately took me to, you know, my race world, which I haven't been in for a year and may never go back to. And I found myself sort of just longing in that moment and connecting in that moment um, to that part of my really recent past. Um, And with the mixed emotions, both with fondness, of course, because all the guys with whom I worked were like brothers, um, 
but also mixed with sadness because I do not know that I'm going to ever return to that world. Um, I certainly, as each day passes, it becomes more and more clear that I don't think I'm intended to go back to it for 20, all of 2021. I think what this virus has shown me and the lockdown and all the associated insanity outside um, of me has shown me and reminded me is the importance of the here and now, the importance of what's right in front of you, the fact that the journey is within and wanting to have, uh, you know, and when you, when you venture too far out, you know, externally, obviously more, there's more and more out of your control. So I've wanted to hunker in and keep myself in the high frequency energy that I work to maintain in my home. And I have an easier time doing that than maybe a lot of other people because I just share this home with two awesome cats right now. So it's, it's, you know, it's really just my energy that dictates, you know, what, you know, the vibe of this home. So when I'm having down days, it's very easy to put that mirror up and know that it's mine and, and to go within myself and to investigate why in any given moment I would give in to any of the negative feelings. So I'm having one of those days because the power is out and I have a hundred percent power on my computer. So no access to the internet, but I realized I could do a recording. So I thought I would just capture this one now, maybe another one later, um, although it looks as if the power will be back on shortly. Um, also reading the raw material book. Um, you know, oh gosh, this book has, has so much meaning in so many different ways, least of which the person that sent it to me and uh, a woman that I met very uh, synchronistically over the phone um, through the farm and just, and she's kind of disappeared and I never met her in the physical. I know she lived, uh, in Chicago and she also had a place in the fancy place, Martha's, Martha's Vineyard. One of those fancy places, uh, you know, where all the New York famous and wealthy go to this woman whose name was Allison also spelled with a Y, um, she sent me this book. Uh, we connected. It was really a fantastic story. She was at this doctor of holistic health and well-being down in uh, about an hour and a half from me in Sarasota. She was there, and um, she was there in no small part because of her need uh, physically with her body. She was experiencing uh, a great inability to, uh, if I remember correctly, to eat, to keep any food down, even water. So she was really struggling and she was in desperate need to find coconuts. And we had, uh, at the time we had, uh, from our distributor, our farmer, I, I was going to say distributor, but another farmer south of us in Homestead, he brings up exotic fruits and including coconuts when they're you know, pretty much all year round. And so she was not able to drive physically. She, she didn't trust herself to drive. She, and this was like an hour and a half South. And I could just feel this woman, you know, she was just, she needed help. She needed these and, and we had them. So I offered to drive them down to her and she started crying. And I, I mean, I seriously felt like, of course I was going to offer to do it. I mean, this woman was in 
a really bad way physically and I had what she needed and an ability to take it down to her. It really wasn't that big of a deal. Um, but she was just blown away by my offer and it instantly connected us and we both saw and believed in the synchronicity of it and knew it wasn't coincidental. We knew it wasn't accidental and then made further so by the fact that we both spelt our names Allison with a Y. She's 2L and I'm 1L, but very interesting. And we became uh, sort of friends and we talked uh, once, one time for multiple hours over the phone. And that is when she brought up the raw material and sent me this book. And then we spoke via text and caught up with one another, you know, at least a half a dozen times. But starting, I think a year ago, I tried contacting her and lost touch with her. Um, she, she was known to disappear from the technology for many weeks, if not months at a time. Um, she was clearly doing deep spiritual work. I think she was a good 10, 15 years younger than me. Um, I think she had been a successful model, um, very successful financially. So it just felt like she was in this remarkable place of growth and spiritual work. And we knew our past didn't cross accidentally. So it's strange that she just dropped off like that. I, I hope physically she was okay. Um, but we weren't close enough where I, I really you know, feel it's right to do any further digging on her. I just kind of have to trust that we'll connect again if we're supposed to. In the meantime, today I felt was a perfect day to bring out the book that she sent to me and um, begin reading it. Uh, At any given time, I just, I have so many books on my shelf that I haven't read and I have a bad habit of starting a lot of books and, you know, if they're not particularly, if they don't draw me in quickly, sometimes I put it down and start again. So I constantly have multiple books in motion. Um, and this one just, it didn't feel like it was time to read it yet. And today seemed perfect since it's likely I'm going to be literally stuck inside for the next 36 hours or so. Um, so anyway. There's the practical. I would love, love, love to get more into what this book is already triggering on page 12. I'm only on page 12 and um, have a feeling that it it will trigger some other thoughts, some other energy as I give myself permission to take the podcast in a different way. Oh, the power truck just drove by and it reminds me that I wanted to also point out so our uh, power trucks that always are the ones that come by, come by uh, my company is FPL, Florida Power and Light. I've never not seen FPL trucks come. Well, today they are not FPL trucks. The name on the title of the truck, on the side of the truck, is Volt Power. Well, if you've been listening to my podcast at all, or if you ever followed my YouTube years ago, you'll know that my current project um, which is sort of in a pause point called Ripple 2020, was originally called Evolt. So just kind of an interesting synchronicity that the power company that reported to my area today is called Volt. Just one letter off of, you know, a word, made up word, but a word that has pretty big meaning in my little world of me. Um, what other influences? Oh, yeah. 
Holy moly, was uh, I referenced a video on YouTube by a new person, um, or the video is of a new person, um, and watched this guy last night, and wow, I thought I was already listening to a guy with the most out there take on things. Um, this gentleman, the name of his show, to give you an idea, is called Tales from the Ship. And yes, he is referencing very, very uh, genuinely a spaceship. And so one of the things that me, on my spiritual journey, it was, it's funny. It's like I, I kind of sense and I still believe that my soul very purposely chose to dance in both worlds as a means to be a guide and a teacher to others simply by example and being able to speak to the ego third dimensional world, which I can now do. I think that's why I've had a lot of these whoppers of experiences the past eight years um, to be able to speak and meet others, many more others where they're at in the physical dimension in a way to sort of just share with them how I woke up and crossed myself over from my physical dimension to my higher self and and the higher dimensional living. Listening to this guy just smacked me upside the head again, reminding me, hey, like the journey is within. There is actually very little you can do for anybody else unless they are willingly looking to go higher, right? If they're willingly acknowledging that, you know, they've got something that, you know, that they're on the journey, that they're doing the work, that they want to know the greater truth, that they're open and ready and willing to do the work because it is work. And the reality that I've experienced is that very few people are in a place to actually They're not there. Um, And the ones that are, were spread all over the globe. So it makes it sort of then a decision of efficiency. Um, I didn't know this eight years ago. I didn't have the awareness of this. Let's put it that way, of how unbelievably how much energy I was wasting. And, you know, in just wasting in the sense of it takes energy to express vulnerability and I've always lived with my heart on my sleeve making me extremely vulnerable I've always lived with tremendous trust of people making me extremely vulnerable I've always lived with it's I'm great with numbers I understand the concept of money but I could never play that game because focusing on just the dollar it, it, it was so hard for me to reconcile and to place value in this arbitrary way monetarily on all the things that mattered most in this world, none of which you can put a dollar value on. So it, I've had a very hard time and it's taken literally this entire life to begin to navigate that to make sure that I'm taking care of myself enough in that physical world, but, you know, not dishonoring the greater truth that I'm aware of, which is, it's not about the money or the material things, like not even close. And the world that we have a chance to co-create right now, like never before, consciously in form, is one 
I, like I said in my last podcast, I can see a world and imagine a world very easily that doesn't use money, that only uses pure energy as an exchange. However, uh, being that it's, it's <laughs> to even practice that with others in form is such a great risk because these are great times of charlatans. There are so many people out there in what I call that spiritualized ego in between place where you know, you, you have the awareness of the spirituality, but you're still so much in the habits of ego. And it's really easy to play like sort of a moral higher ground or an evolutionary higher ground, which in and of itself an action with that sort of energy demonstrates that it's, it's ego-based. So it's a really hard dance and you only get better by doing it by engaging more and more in the physical world, but being guided by your spiritual nature beyond the ego, but not forgetting that you're in this ego-based world of form. Well, all that's collapsing. So now it's even more confusing than ever before. I've been tuned into all kinds of new spiritual people. And even between them, there is such vastness in interpretations of what's going on. And the thing that surprises me most is that the number of these people that seem to claim with such certainty that they know what's what's happening and what's going to happen. Now, I can certainly empathize with that, understand, resonate with that, and, and I myself believe on a general level, a very high general level, I too sense and know what's happening. I've known it for years now. I've sensed it for years. And when the virus hit in March, I knew instantly this was quote unquote it. They were shutting down. The globe was being shut down. This was not anything ordinary, not in any way, shape or form. But beyond that, I sure as hell don't have any clear idea of, you know, what this is going to look like and how this plays out. I mean, I've listened to people who think we're going to, you know, our avatars are going to disappear and we're going to go into the spaceships, you know, with the, with the world going into an ice age, either that or catastrophic, you know, explosions and fire. It's, you know, it's, and then, and then there are some that seem to believe that sort of the phrase from the Bible, the meek will inherit the earth and the, the ones that have always been heart-based and, and love-based and the one-based and have understood that and are not motivated by money and power and labels and titles and prestige and all of those temptations of the third dimensional world, that they are going to be the ones that stay here and get to rebuild this planet and society from that love foundation as opposed to fear. And that the, the, the ones that are polarized negative, if you will, are the ones that are going to be harvested their souls off of the planet. And I've just been tuned in lately to these people speaking about it from these galactic terms. And this, although it absolutely resonates as truth to me, absolutely, I have so little knowledge on the intergalactic aspect. For years, I was very reticent and did not want to believe that it was a true spiritual war between good and evil. There was something about seeing, it, it just felt, I don't know, it was, I was very reticent, very resist, resistant to accepting those around me. And they were mainly people I met through my farm community here that were saying, no, this is a battle of good versus evil. And now I think we have a chance collectively as humanity. And of course, 
by extension, individually as all the humans, to see for ourselves how clear that is right now. That it is not about red versus blue in the United States. It's not about the United States versus Russia versus China for the global, you know, power of the economic structure and the social customs and cultural, you know, influence. It's about good versus evil. And across the board, multiple interpretations from multiple different spiritual beings from across the planet, people have all said, we have gotten to the other side. The light has won, but it's going to take a transition in the physical dimension and all the dimensions around us now that aren't visible, that are yet very much reality and present. There is a huge flux and transition of energy taking place, but they all claim the light has quote unquote one that even though there is still going to be on the surface, tons of dark shit being revealed. And again, watch and take in as much of that as you desire. If you still want to play in the game of us versus them and all these teams and, you know, the world that we've been in, by all means, keep watching the mainstream media, keep seeing it as red versus blue. But I am... As I continue to say, first and foremost for myself, intended to be some sort of voice or transmitter of a different version of reality. Doing my best to honestly share what I'm going through during these times as a relatively newly awakened spiritual being, 10 years, although seeming like, yeah, that's a decade, it's still only a decade because I've met people who have been on this journey for multiple decades. And some of those people have not been what I would call pure at all. I've learned hard lessons from multiple beings that have been doing quote unquote spiritual work for three, four decades. So I'm just trying to share my story in the now moment, increasingly so as, you know, time passes here, because in the near future, I am going to make a decision on whether or not my 2021 is going to be focused here at home. And as a result, saying no to Ironman, saying no to most races and going out of town. Um, that is seeming like it's going to be more and more likely. And I also know that the podcast and the project, they're inter, you know, interconnected and the project was based on, was all developed in my head based on the world prior to COVID and this massive shift. So I'm also rethinking how, in what way, whether or not I should even attempt to introduce Ripple 2020 as it was, or to allow it and the times, rather than hold so hard to the old model of it, just allow these times and the energies to have it evolve and let something new come through me that's much more representative of the time-space dimension and where things are now. Um... All right. Well, that's all I'm going to share for now. Not all that great. Maybe I'll share later before my computer. I've got lots of battery on my computer. So depending on how long the power's out, that might contribute to how many recordings I attempt in the next day or two. Thanks for listening. Have a good day.